Welcome back, everybody. It's the NFL podcast, the American Aces NFL podcast, and it's week 10. The weeks are just getting away from us. I can't believe it's over halfway of the regular season. We lost a soldier last week. We almost lost both of us. I don't know how I got up to do that one. I had very little sleep. The rat lost his voice. Up come Joshy Geimer. Big shout out to SJ Electrical and Josh Geimer for stepping up to the plate. Not only did he do uh, two podcasts because I lost the first one, uh, the boys from SJ wouldn't have had much sleep from the boss because he was up all night doing the potty with us and he he was very good. He was a natural. So thank you again, mate, for jumping in. But we've got our main man back, the rat. He's back on Gold Coast uh, land. He's been everywhere. A few weddings, rat. I've seen you at a lot of weddings. Uh, the spring carnival's over, mate. Great to have you back. Thanks for having me, Tommy. Yeah, it is, mate. Uh, Post-COVID, everyone just getting them done, mate. Getting them done. So lined up. We're, we're all free now, though. Got a week to it before we get back into it. So it's good to be back on the coast. That's it. And get back into it for your pre-season. But we don't really care about that right now because we're all about the NFL season. I'm going to kick us off here with a few little updates. The teams on by, no doubt everyone knows who they are, but I'll just update you if you're tuning in and wondering. We've got the Ravens on by. They're six and three. We've got the Patriots who are five and four. They're actually going all right. The Jets, wow, aren't they flying? They're on by as well, six and three. They would be very happy with where they're at. And the Bengals are five and four, probably still coasting a little bit. Although last week, me and Josh Geimer, you weren't there, Rat, but we were talking about how Mixon has been one of the most disappointing running backs of the season. And what's he do? He goes for 200 scrimmage yards and five touchdowns. There you go. They're the players on by. Now, before we get into the games, Rat, I want to run through a few things. Have you seen the latest about OBJ? They believe that Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, New York Giants, and San Francisco 49ers will be the teams that he will select. Where do you think he's going to go, mate? And what are your thoughts on the scenario? Uh, I reckon he would have loved to go back to the Rams, but they've been shocking. So they're definitely out of the race. They're obviously all contenders. I reckon he will end up at the Cowboys. There's just a lot, a lot of chat there when when there's smoke, there's fire. So um, I'm, I'm thinking the Cowboys. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm with you, mate. I think indoor, massive stadium, heaps of cash. Probably, I think they can offer him a great deal, uh, a deal that not only gives him what he wants, which is being a Super Bowl contender, but they've got that window there for the next few years. And uh, the security he probably wants is guaranteed cash with these injuries. I just think they can give him the best deal. Uh, I don't think San Fran and and the Chiefs need him. They've got enough weapons. So I think for him personally, they got rid of Cooper to go to the uh, Browns last year. And they've obviously got CD Lamb as their wide receiver one. I think OBJ would be an upgrade on Gallup and Noah Brown. So it, it makes a lot of sense, especially with that defense they've got. I, I'm with you, right? I think it'd be fair. Imagine him in Dallas. I think Dallas can win it, mate. I, no one's talking about him, but I still, I reckon they're better than Philly. They just haven't matched them with a full team. So we're both on the same page there, which is great. Well, let's see how that plays out. No doubt a few people are starting to scramble and pick him up off the waivers. I think it'd be a smart decision in probably a couple of weeks. No doubt it'll take him a month to get going. Now, we need to update everyone on the players that might that are actually out this week. Uh, there's a few of them, Rat. And when the players are out, it's a, it's a scary one 
for the Chargers. They will be without Ken Allen and Mike Williams again, and their kicker, Dustin Hopkins. The Chiefs are without McCole Hardman. He's been quite hot. Um, there's a few other important outs, but I'll touch on a few. Mark Ingram and Marshawn Lattimore are out, so you lose your RB2. So you're going to have to have Kamara step up there and your cornerback. So I'm ex- I'm kind of expecting a few balls in the air against the Saints this week. Russell Gage is out, KJ Hamler. Uh, and then there's N- David Njoku, Romeo Dobbs, he's out. And that's about it. There's a few others there, but no real key takeovers. So there's, you know, when you say KJ Hamler, that means there's a few players that'll step up uh, there. But the players that, are that you know, everyone wants to know who are actually in, there's some, uh, there's some good players back in, right? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones is expected to play. He missed uh, the second half last week. Elijah Mitchell is expected back. Kyle Juszczyk, Debo Samuel, some huge ins there for San Fran. And then we get Jarvis Landry back for the Saints at wide receiver. They need their wide receiver caught back. Ryan Tannehill is expected to start or play. And then Evan Ingram and TJ Watt, massive in there for the Steelers uh, with that peck earlier on in the year. Well, mate, before we get right into it, who's the player? I mean, I just mentioned a couple of players that are in. Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones, they've been the... They've been, I've, I've been cursed by them this year. Have you had any bets go down? I reckon I've lost every single week because of Aaron Jones. He is killing me. Yeah, a couple, mate. A couple uh, A couple weeks back, I was hot on the Atlanta Falcons uh, running backs. But now they're just spreading the ball over too many people. Mariota, Patterson, Huntley, Algier, Williams. They, they've done me the last couple of weeks because they're all, get, they're all getting a couple of touches. So stay away from them. It's a frustrating game. Jonathan Taylor, there's another one I saw that uh, that Leonard's been put on IR for the Colts, which is a huge out. The defensive captain uh, is on IR. So that's a bad, bad one for the uh, Colts. It's it's getting ugly there. They've just lost their coach. They've sacked their coach and in comes Saturday, who, to be honest, I don't mind him. I think he, he's got the passion and flair. It's not sustainable, that, but they only need it for, for eight more weeks. What are your thoughts on that little change up? Crazy hire for mine, but we'll see. We'll see how it pans pans out. His uh, presser was was very good and he spoke very well. And obviously, that's what's expected with him coming from a media side, media background as well. Uh, but I'm interested to see how see how it plays out. Well, I'll give everyone an update on the Oz American Aces NFL Fantasy League because it'll lead into my next question. Angus Crichton is actually on the top of the table at seven and two. It's a very tight league this year. We. We have players that are four and five coming ninth. So it's uh, anyone's game. We've got Josh Dunkley on the bottom of the ladder. He's two and seven, just next to Dion Prestia and Logie Bear. But you've got myself and the Rat, uh, yourself. We're both second and third, and we're playing each other this week. This is a massive game for both of us. I believe if we can win this one, you might go on and get that first round bye, which puts you straight into the semi or prelim or whatever they call it in fantasy. Rat, are we going to have a little side, little wager on this or a cart and a piss? What are we What are we doing, mate? Because the sleeper app has it your way by a point, which we know never is, you know, never spot on. Who wins this week, mate? I've got Lamar Jackson on bye, which really hurts me. You've walked into a great week. I'm going to have to get you done, aren't I? You've... You're licking your wounds here, and you're you're plugging holes. You what? You put Andy Dalton in to replace uh, Lamar Jackson. I just I just don't. If you if you're backing on Andy Dalton here, and what you brought in the Dolphins' defense, I just 
I've just got to win this. If we're being fair, I've just got to win this. You have to win this. I think you've got Zeke uh, there as your flex. I'm a bit worried about him. You've got some great players. I'm hoping Walker can, uh, There's a, you know, Tampa get one of their big, big defensive players back this week, which is going to stop the run. So I'm hoping I get a bit of luck. But when you've got Dak Prescott and I've got Andy Dalton, I'm a bit worried. Who knows? I've got the one-two punch there. I've got Kamara and Dalton. So it's going to be a big score or a really poor score yeah, like last week. you into that one at 4 o'clock, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, mate, 5 a.m. it actually is for us and uh, Victoria is getting an extra hour of sleep. Now, everyone's waiting for us to get stuck into it. I'm going to start with the first game. It's an exciting game. We've got a – is it the first game ever in Germany, Rat? Can you give me a quick update? Yes, uh, it is. First game in Germany at Bayern Munich's stadium, Allianz. So How good Tom is Brad that? Said, yeah. He reckoned there were 2 million ticket requests and the stadium holds about 60-odd thousand. So it would be chockers. Chockers, and I think they'll go on for about 800 a pop. The noise that they're expecting might be record decibels. I can't wait to see. I'll be waking up. It's 1.30. I can't help myself. I'll be, I can't sleep knowing that uh, we've got the GOAT uh, doing something he's never done before, and he's even said how excited he is. It's Seattle Seahawks taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seattle are 6-3, and three, Tampa 4-5. and five. The GOAT showed us why he is the GOAT last week on the last drive two-minute drill against the Rams. They should not have won that game. He got up. He did a press conference. He was very happy with his work. Rat, tell me what you think about this one. Who are the players to watch? And who do you think is going to win? I reckon the Seahawks are going to win, mate. And you mentioned Kenneth Walker, who is on my side of this fantasy matchup between you and I this week. So the Bucs give away the third most rushing yards to running backs. I know you said they've got... Who's the inclusion they've got this week on the defensive side of the Bucks? I remember his name. I haven't written it down, but I'll, I'll get it up uh, on my dabble bet description because I'll be taking I'll be taking the Bucks. Keep going. So I've got Seahawks to win um, with Kenneth Walker rushing yards over. That's about 90 yards at the minute. So, yeah, the Seahawks are mine in this. Brady pulled one out of his ass last week and the Seahawks on a four-game win streak. So I'm going with Seahawks. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go Tampa. It's their home game. I think they've dulled this one right up. I think they've got a little bit more in the in the tank here. I, I do believe they can stop Walker, and then it's going to get uh, we're going to force Geno to throw the ball, which he's been very good. I expect both quarterbacks to be throwing a lot of the ball, but I'm going to lean Tampa this week. I've just got an inkling that uh, they're fired up, and that last drive was a real confidence booster for me. I think they're going to play a bit faster throughout the air and. Their last two minutes, the same with Arizona, their last two minutes when they play quick, they've been very good. You would have seen last week, he just peppered Scotty Miller. It was like they could not work out how to get the ball up the ground. And then they just started going bang, 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 bang to Scotty. And then they throw the touchdown to that. The tight end, Kate Otten, uh, for the win. It, it was it was really impressive. I'm going to not be real confident on this game. I'm actually looking forward to watching it. But just a big shout-out to Geno Smith while I'm at it. What a year. And fantastic. Love seeing blokes that have been written off just come and, and dominate. So looking forward to that one, Rat. I'm going Tampa. You're going Seattle. Good luck to both of us. The next game, the first of the 5 a.m. games for Victorians and no doubt 4 a.m. for you in the coast. The Minnesota Vikings, who are 7-1, and one, taking on the Buffalo Bills at home for the Bills, who are 6-2. and two. We have a little injury scare of Josh Allen during the week saying that he might not play with his elbow, but they've just said that they expect him to play against the Vikings. This is going to be a cracker. Rat, who wins this one and what are you, who, who's your eye on? 
I reckon the Vikings win this, mate, just due to there's no – it says Josh Allen will start. He's got that uh, or well, inner elbow injury there that a lot of baseball players get. I just don't reckon there's any chance to risk him. They're, they're clear in the division. Yeah, it's a good game to see where they're at, but there's no point risking anything. So the Vikings are hungry. They want to beat a, they want to beat a well-oiled machine in Buffalo. I'm going to go the Vikings. Like it. I, I don't – I don't think the Bills will lose at home. But one player I want you to watch, I think Dalvin Cook will explode. I've just noticed a little bit of leakage there from the Buffalo Bills lately on defense with the run uh, the run defense. You know, Carter went for 76 yards and a, and a touchdown last week. You had Robinson going for 48 and a touchdown. I think Dalvin Cook wants to fire up. And fun fact, he's playing against his brother. His brother will be playing at running back for the Bills, which is going to be pretty cool after the game. No doubt they'll swap jerseys. I'm going to be taking Dalvin Cook as a prop bet. And I still, I mean, again, I wouldn't be going too hard on this one. The, the bookies have actually got this going to Bills quite easily, which I'm surprised. You get a lot of value there for Vikings, right? So if you want to have a little wager on Dabble, you're going to get 330 or something silly like that. So that's very interesting for a team seven and one. Bills for me at home. Josh Allen's fine. He's tough as nails. And they will get it going, no doubt. The player to watch for me is Gabe Davis. Very hot and cold. But when you have two cold weeks, enough's enough. I think they're going to get him going. It happened last time when he had a really couple, you know, couple quiet weeks. Guess what he did? He went for 171 and two touchdowns. And the week after, he went for 74 and one touchdown. I think Gabe Davis, fire him up. He'll be the player to watch for the Bills this week. Moving on to Detroit Lions taking on the Chicago Bears. Your boy, the Bears. Your boy's the Bears. And your boy, Justin Fields, he's starting to remind me of a Lamar Jackson a few years ago. In fact, he might even be better. The what he's been doing lately, Rat, has been seriously impressive. Give me a tip and tell me how much you're loving the new Chicago Bears offense now that you've got Claypool there and uh, Fields getting some, some drawn plays for him to just run that ball silly. Mate, I'm just so thankful he's doing what he's doing right now. It's just, it, it, it's good to see he, he's escaping a pocket. But what, what it's enabled him to do is actually throw the ball downfield because the opposition are so worried about what he's going to do in his feet. So they don't know whether to cover the receivers or not. So he might uh, hedge to run and then end up popping it downfield. You saw Mooney and Komet both get on the end of, of a pass last week for a touchdown. I'm going to go the Bears in a high-scoring game also. I'm going to take the points over with the Bears to win. We love Detroit, don't we? Because they just leak. They're leaky, leaky, leaky. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think I'd probably go the Bears. I'm going to lean the Bears as well. They're at home. They're humming. I'm really worried about the Detroit. You know, they've just lost Hawkinson in a trade. We talked about that last week. And Hawkinson actually, I forgot to mention that last game, the Vikings actually drew up two plays. So more plays drawn up for him at the Vikings than he did at Detroit. He only had one drawn up, literally forced so they can go his way in week one. He is a massive loss. And DeAndre Swift, he's banged up again. Uh, he's good to go for week 10, but mm, that ankle and shoulder, it's an ugly scenario. So your man, Jamal Williams, will no doubt get a few carries in this one. It's all about Chicago and a high-scoring game. And we know if it's a wide receiver, Darnell Mooney has been very impressive this year. He's been the, the main man. He always gets you know five or six targets. So I'll be looking for that one. But yeah, oh. My best bet here on Dabble, I'm going to be taking Justin Fields for those rushing yards, right? He's, 
He's gone for he's gone for sixty plus in the last four in a row. So that's a pretty cruisy bet that one. I'll be taking that and multing that into a few. Uh, looking forward to this one. Going to be a high scoring game, which we do love because you know low scoring games aren't good for fantasy and aren't good to watch. On to the next one: Jacksonville Jaguars three and six taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at home at Arrowhead, who are six and two, but an impressive six and two. Last week's grind against. The Titans was so impressive from Patrick Mahomes. He just, God, what their defense was unbelievable. Kept Derrick Henry and the Titans to like, I think they had one down in the second half after giving up 89 rushing yards and a touchdown or two to the Derrick Henry in the first half. The Chiefs are humming. They're, I think Mahomes is going into favorite as the MVP, which kills me because I've got Josh Allen. But, right, this is a pretty simple game, I would have thought. Hardman's out. Chiefs are very firm favourites. What are you going to tell me that I don't know? I'm not going to tell you much, mate. Chiefs here, not much to see. Jags are going to be down if you're looking for anything, potentially Christian Kirk receiving yards. That's all I have for you, mate, but I reckon it's going to be a pretty cruisy year. Love it. I'll give you something before I move on. Just, just We've found the wide receiver one at the Chiefs. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. His last three weeks, he's gone for 113 yards receiving. 124, and then last week, 88, although he had 10 receptions. So he is Patrick's guy in the slot. We know that Kelsey is his main man also. Uh, and the other, other thing was Kelsey hasn't scored a touchdown since week five. I reckon he scores this week. Just just keep an eye on out for that one. I know he won't be paying that much, but hasn't scored for a fair few weeks. Keep an eye out for Travis Kelsey. He's such a ripper. Chiefs for everyone. And Patrick Mahomes to do his thing. I'm with you, Kirk. I shouldn't skip over Etienne. He has been unbelievable. He's had 100 rushing yards three weeks in a row and scored three weeks in a row. Fire him up. He's got a great matchup. His line's about 80. Probably going to take that. You just don't know with the game script, but he's a beast. So I'm very grateful. I've got him in one of my leagues. Righto. We're both tipping the Chiefs there. Let's move on. This game really interests me because I think it'll be high scoring. Cleveland Browns, three and five, taking on the Miami Dolphins, who just got it done against your boys last week. The Bears, six and three. Tyreek Hill is smashing records. The trend's your friend, Rat. He is going to break every record this year, I believe. Now, again, it's got to be all Miami, doesn't it? Njoku's out for the Browns. They're a heavy run game. If the Dolphins go up early. That run game, you can't lean on it as much. Cooper's been very up and down this year. He's been unbelievable at home, but on the road, he's been terrible. What are you going to tell me here? Miami look unstoppable, mate. On the offensive side of the ball, Hill and Waddle doing their own thing. They're flying around. They're so quick, and they're just enabling each other to get open. Going to take Miami, as you said. Look, they're run heavy with Chubb. And if it's a high-scoring game or Miami do end up getting on top of them, that, that's going to limit their, well, what they do best, which is run the football. Miami for mine, and I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. They're still giving you two bucks for over 100 receiving yards, and he doesn't look like getting anything under 150. So that's me. Miami, Tyreek Hill, 100-plus. Touchdowns in Miami. It's been a bit confusing lately. I'll give you a bit of an insight. They was talking about how Tyreek Hill has really struggled to score a touchdown. He'd only had, I think he had two touchdowns um, in week two, but he hadn't had another touchdown all year. 
I watched last week. You know, I love the tape. They went quick. They just forced it out wide. His speed got him in the corner. Touchdown. You could see there was a, a clear emphasis during the week. We need to get him a touchdown. Do you think he can get another one in this game? Oh, he may as well, mate. He may as well. They're, they're just flying. I, I find it hard to pick the touchdown scores with them because they've got that, that many weapons. You don't know whether they're going to throw it to a running back. Waddle. Waddle's look great. He's got in the end zone a fair bit the last couple of weeks. I, it wouldn't surprise me, mate. I, he's just You just think he's going to have a monster game every single week. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in again. And the reason we're so on him, the last four weeks, he's gone for 177 yards, 72, and then 188 and 143. And he was actually down last week on catches. So it just shows you how scary this guy is. I'm with you, mate. I'm taking him for 100 every week, and I think he'll score again. The one thing I want you to worry about, Mostert and Wilson, the running back battle at the moment. Wilson actually out-snapped him, I think, last week or was very even. It's getting a bit confusing for fantasy owners. I'd watch this week, and if Wilson takes most of its carries, he seems to be the lead back. Just keep an eye out on that one. I know most got the touchdown last week, but that is a scenario that you're going to want to manage because most has got a little bit of currency in fantasy, and you might be able to stitch up your mate if you trade that one and go get another player for him before he becomes the RB2. But we know they're both explosive, and they can pop at any stage. What about the Browns, mate? We haven't talked about them. Anyone and everything, or you're happy with just Chubb and Cooper, and that's it? Not much else going on there, mate. Until Watson gets back, it's really just see see what Chubby can do, Chubby and Hunt. So I just don't think they can keep up with Miami's offense this week. Now, we know that Justin Fields put up 176 as a quarterback on the ground. Chubb's gone for 100 pretty much every – yeah, he's gone for 100. I think he's gone six of nine. So just keep an eye on that one. That could be interesting. Uh, that's a game I'm looking forward to, a same-game multi. Now – Houston Texans taking on the New York Giants. I watched the coach come out this week and he couldn't have given Damon Pierce any more praise. He was loving him. He says he just, he's a running back that runs angry and he is, and he's been unbelievable. He's, he's one of the most impressive running backs considering he's at a really average football team at the moment where the game script isn't suiting him. He went for 139 rushing yards last week, Rat, after a really low performance the week before. Do you think the Giants can get a hold of him? I reckon they can. I, I reckon they can. It's they know they know that that's the only way that Texans are moving the ball down the field. As you said, one hundred and thirty-nine rushing yards was it? I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I just can't see them moving the ball any other way. So they're going to load up the box. They're going to try to stop him. And look, they they need more. They need more from their wide receivers. So I just can't see. I just can't see the Texans winning here. I reckon it's going to be a sloppy game. I, I'm still not completely sold on the Giants, even though their record says otherwise. I reckon it's going to be sloppy. They had the bye last week. Look for Saquon to have a monster game after being oh, having a week off and being fresh. Giants for mine, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a whitewash by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, well said. I think the Giants. I think Saquon is fresh. He'll be running, and the only worry there for the Houston is Cooks. Cook seems that he's expected to play, but there's been a lot of drama around Brandon Cooks. He's he's trying to get that trade and they couldn't get it done. It's been an ugly scenario there for Houston. I think Giants will win that one and their defense is the reason. I think they'll stop Pierce and get Barkley that ball and they'll just chew the clock and win quite easily at home. Righto. New Orleans taking on Pittsburgh Steelers at Pittsburgh. Both teams very disappointing. New Orleans are three and six. Pittsburgh are two and six. This one is at the Steelers. 
the Saints were horrific last week. The Ravens' defense we'll talk about next week because they're on by. They've got Roquan Smith. That They did some unbelievable things. They completely shut Kamara. And at halftime, the coach said, what do you need to do in the second half? And they were, they were trailing by about a touchdown and a half or two touchdowns. And he said, we need to get Kamara the ball. We need to run the ball. I think that he's going to run the ball something silly this week because that's the focus they've got. Other than Kamara, you know they've got Laundry back. Uh, Alave's been super. But they were... You'd think the Saints respond this week, don't you? I, I can't. I don't really know about Pittsburgh. TJ backs. TJ Watts back. They got a rookie QB. They've just traded Claypool. What do you think is going to happen in this one? I think the Steelers are going to win at home. It's still quite hard to beat Pittsburgh at their own ground. I think Alave is going to have a big game though. Minka Fitzpatrick just got announced out, so he's the safety, the gun safety from the Steelers. And as you mentioned, TJ Watt back. So he's going to be on that defensive line there. So you said uh, Kamara might get a heap of the ball. I still think that the Steelers will be able to compensate for that. And I reckon Alave is going to get off the chain a bit. But I still think the Steelers are going to win at home. It's very hard to beat them there. Nice, right? I love it. We've all got our own opinion. I'm going to disagree. New Orleans had a great game two weeks ago against the Raiders, I believe. Now, the Raiders aren't going that well. But I, I think they can fire up here. They were very poor last week. But another good game. You got Pickens and uh, Johnson there that you know they're going to throw it to. You got your, your tight end there and Frymuth. They got rid of Claypool, so it makes it easier for fantasy owners when you see that. I'm interested to see how Kenny Pickett can go slinging the ball against uh, a Marshawn Lattimore less Saints. You know, there's no there's no gun uh, cornerback there. All right, you're going Pittsburgh. I'm going New Orleans. I just expect Kamara to go off in this game. I think he's ready to go. He'd be quite frustrated after last week. The last game of the early slate, Denver Broncos taking on the Tennessee Titans. I wrote a note to myself. I always write notes. And I said, don't touch Aaron Jones. He's killing you. And touch any running back that's playing Denver Broncos because their run D is horrendous. Well, guess who they've got the Titans? They've got the big big King Henry. Here comes me best bet of the week. King Henry is going to go off. And when I say off, I mean off. I expect 100. I might do what you do with the basketball when you think they're going to score points. 100, 110, 120, 130, 140. I think the big King Henry can explode in this game. It's all about King Henry for me this week. And he showed us why last week. Didn't get it done in the second half. Tannehill's back. They get a mature head under centre. Russell Wilson's still not going that well. Don't get sucked into that win last week. I think they were in London or wherever they were. That was still an average win against um, Trevor Lawrence's team, the Jags. What do you think is going to happen here, mate? Same. I reckon the Titans, as you mentioned, Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, they just traded one of their defensive linemen straight out. So their defensive line was already shocking against the run and they've just lost one of the best defensive linemen in the comp. That's it, mate. Touchdown, anytime touchdown scorer, 120 plus yards. I reckon you'll end up getting about $3.50 with King Henry on that one. King Henry had 115 yards rushing last week from just 17 carries. But every other week he's had 32, 30, 28. He's had 100 rushing yards, right? Five weeks in a row. And he's had a touchdown in every week except for the first and the seventh. He is a machine. And just to add to the facts, he's had two touchdowns the last two weeks. Three of the last four games. 
it's clearly obvious what's happening here, but I just saw what happened to Denver a couple of weeks ago. And I just thought they were leaking hard. ETN had 156 and a touchdown rushing. He had, you know, he had a couple, three catches, but not many yards receiving. But he just slaughtered them on the ground. And we know no one wants to carry, no one wants to, no one wants to put their body on the line and make a business decision in front of the king. So I reckon you're putting him into everything. I don't know what they're giving you, but yeah, that 100 yards and a tutty should be the go. Now, on to the first of the 8.05 a.m. games for Eastern Standard Times, obviously, depending on where you live. But the late slate, in the, the, the Colts taking on the Raiders, these teams, this is, this is in Vegas, by the way, these two teams have been the most disappointing teams, I think, maybe with Arizona and the Broncos, but with the hype that we thought they'd have, they have been that up and down. They've sacked the coach at the Colts. They've sacked their quarterback almost. I mean, I don't know what's going on at, at Vegas, but Josh Jacobs, he, he cost me last week. He's been unbelievable. He's actually cost me two weeks in a row. He went from being an absolute league winner to putting up nothing. Um, what's going on there, Rat? They've lost. They got Waller out again. He's done his hammy. They, I mean, their rehab team can't even get him right. What is going on? And and good luck tipping this one. This will be a hard one, this one. They're an absolute shambles there at Vegas, mate. The only thing I can see happening or that I have any confidence in is Devontae Adams over 100 receiving yards. So they've placed Hunter Renfro on the IR as well alongside Darren Wallace. So Derek Carr is running out of options. You mentioned he's got Jacobs and we've spoken about the connection he has with Devontae. They've been hot and cold but I'm going to take him 100-plus receiving yards. Unsure on a result. I reckon it's going to be a stinky game. I am excited to see what the Colts can dish up under the new coach, Jeff, Saturday. I'm going to take the Raiders, though, at home and look for Adams to, to have a solid game. Oh, just Stefan Gilmore goes all right. You know that for the Colts. Yeah, he does, but I just there's still not too much to see. I reckon there are reports coming out of the Colts that a lot of, like Gilmore, for example, has gone there trying to win a championship. And they've just gone the complete other direction. So I still reckon they're, they're pretty disgruntled in camp. I'm going to go to the Raiders and look for Adams to have a day. Like it. I, I like it. I mean, you can't go against Adams. He's been uh, very good this year. There's a guy called Jonathan Taylor who is suiting up in week 10. I think he went number one in almost every draft. If he didn't, he would have went two. I've got him in one league. I've had a few goes at him this year for just, you know, just a little little dabble. Do I go with him again, Rat? It's only a matter of time. But if he's if he's out there, they've got no Hines. They're playing it. It's got a good matchup. Do I just have a go? What do you think? You just have to have a go, mate. He's, he's due. If anyone's due, he's due. You just got to do it. I think I'm going to have a go. I, I, I'm going to tip. You know what? I'm going to tip the Colts this week with the new coach. Like you, see all, you, see, you see it all the time. In comes the new coach. In comes the new buzz. You know, it only lasts a week or two. But I reckon Saturday might be able to just motivate their boys over the line here. And with a you know with a with a young quarterback, I reckon they're going to jab up Taylor's injuries and say, "Son, just got to get going." And that offensive line just creates some gaps because he is one of the best running backs in the league. But he has not got going this year. So I'm going to just do that big prop bet there and add in the Colts to win um, and just hold. And hopefully they hold up on D, but you're right. Every Colts game has been scrappy. They've got a pretty good D uh, and I'll be looking forward to seeing, but it's very simple. This one, like you said, right. Oh, on to the next one. 
we've got Dallas taking on Green Bay. This one's at Lambeau Field. This is in Green Bay, obviously. Dallas are six and two. Green Bay three and six. I mentioned earlier that they're at, they've lost their gun wide receiver and Romeo Dobbs, Dubs, and uh, Aaron Jones went off last week in the third with a with a, what seemed to be an ankle, but he says he's going to play. He's been the most disappointing back all year. Zeke might be back. It says that he'll be a game-time decision. If not, who cares? Pollard's a superstar, and the Dallas Cowboys defense is humming. It's got to be Dallas, doesn't it? Cowboys for mine. Packers have nothing going for them at the minute. Cowboys are flying. The run game looks great. And a revenge game for their coach, Mike McCarthy, at the Cowboys, who got sacked by the Packers a couple seasons back. This week, yeah, if I was to pick one head-to-head bet that's going to win this week, it'd be the Cowboys. No, no Dobbs. If you're looking at anything, Lazard receptions, have a go at that because he's, he's oh, him and Tonyan are Rogers' only targets at the minute, but Cowboys for mom. Who's the player that you're going to be watching on offense for Dallas, man? Well, Zeke, just because I hope he sticks it right up you, mate. I hope he gets over a couple of times. I'll be watching Zeke. Oh, you've got him in fantasy. Well, I hope he doesn't play. I hope they rest him game time. <laughs> I hope they start him and you have him started. And, he and gets- I fall asleep and can't alter my team. And there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Exactly. Wake up and go, what is going on? And I'm just sitting there giggling. It's uh, it's all about Dallas for me. And I'll be monitoring uh, at 8.25 a.m. in the morning. For me, I'll just be monitoring what's going on there before the game to see who's starting. But yeah, the Green Bay Packers, it'd be, take a lot for them. It'd take a lot for Aaron Aaron Rodgers to beat this defense with very little uh, weapons around him. It's going to be very tough. They lost a lot of players last week on defense as well, right? I can't remember their names off the top, but they were some key players and personnel. They have 17 players on the injury report this week, the Packers. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble. This should be an easy win for Dallas on the road. Now, talking about banged up, let's go to the next game. We only have three left. Arizona Cardinals, three and six they are, taking on the LA Rams at... LA Rams, the SoFi Stadium. They're also three and five, but I just read a report that they might be expecting both backup quarterbacks yeah. to potentially play. Kyler Murray and Stafford are banged up, even though they're going to have a go in the warm up to play. We might be seeing two backups start this game, which is, I mean, for two teams that are going really average, big Johnny Walford, right? For the Rams. And then you go, I think it's Colt McCoy. Is that his name? Colt McCoy. Yes, Colt. Oh, this is getting ugly, isn't it? It's shocking, mate. I don't, I don't know. That's a thing. I, if Kyle and Murray plays, I expect the Cardinals to win. But then if both of the backups play, oh, I've just got no idea. Here's one for you. What I like, if, if both starting quarterbacks don't play. Los Angeles Rams, defense or special teams to score a touchdown at seven bucks because the LA Rams are going to be reliant on their defense if they're going to be any chance of winning this game. Watch Aaron Donald to just, buddy, peel the helmet back and get after the quarterback, get at a ball on the deck and one of the big boys to run it in. I'm, I'm liking that bet. I like that. I mean, I won't be. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll, I'll, I'll probably put a five bucker on your dab. Well, I'll copy your bet on dabble. But I, I think what you got to monitor here is actually the quarterbacks because if one of them does play, for example, Kyler Murray plays and Stafford doesn't. I watched a little clip last week where I saw. You watching the tape again? I watched the tape. I don't know if you saw. It, it was actually quite motivating. 
And it was uh, Buddha Baker just had enough. And it was from the heart. And he said, we need more. We need everyone. We need to win. What's going on? You know, he, he it was quite inspiring. And he said, you know, we're, and it, I reckon watching that, I was like, fuck, this might be a bounce back game for the cards. So if Murray starts, the defense has been all right. The special team, the defense and special teams has been pretty good lately. The Rams are in absolute all sorts. I think that the cards can get this done. And I just need Murray to get up and start because they've got most weapons around. I reckon they can get it done. So, yep. I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be getting. Uh, I reckon that your bet won't get up. I reckon if anyone's any special teams in defense, it'll be Arizona. I think they can cause a few turnovers. So yeah. Anyway, that's my take on that one. Again, we're disagreeing this week, which is probably the first of many, which is great. Just shows you how even this competition is. Righto. We've got two games, two late games. So, two, so Sunday night football in America and. Monday lunchtime football for us, which we love. But there's two games that are quite interesting. But one, the Los Angeles Chargers, five and three, banged up. No Williams, no Keenan Allen, as we spoke about. And they've lost a few players already early in the year on defense. Taking on San Fran, who are four and four, which is pretty low, at home with a team that is stacked. Christian McCaffrey has had an extra week after the bye to get to know this game plan. He had 37 points in fantasy. There's 94 rushing yards, 55 yards receiving in that second game. He stripped up with San Fran. I think you're about to see the number one fantasy player for the rest of the year, a league winner, just take over this competition in a in an offense that we know. Shanahan draws up some cheeky plays. And a Chargers team that's banged up and given up points. Rat, who's your tip? And do you disagree or agree with that? Mate, completely agree. I had that 49ers win here. CMC, anytime touchdown scorer. The Chargers have done really well to be five and three. They've not looked convincing at all. Obviously decimated by injuries. And they've got the 30th ranked defense in the league. I'm just going to have to take the 49ers at home here. Herbert doesn't have enough weapons. I reckon he's just gotten over that rib cartilage injury that he had. Or sustained a while back, but I'm not seeing enough from the Chargers to upset the 49ers at home. Well said. I think you're right. It's the Chargers. It's the, it's the uh, it's San Fran for me, and the Chargers. They're relying on Ekela to do everything. And if you're doing any, I'd imagine that San Fran have got a game plan for Ekela. You stop him, he's gonna have to be forced to throw the ball to Palmer and Carter because uh, they're just and Everett, they just don't have enough out there, and their defense is leaking. So it's an ugly one there. But you're right, five and three, they've done well. If they can get to, you know, six and four and get their weapons back, they're in great shape. Right, the last game, that uh, NFC East, it's an interesting one. We've got Washington taking on Philly, the 8-0 and Philly. Washington are actually four and five. They're going pretty well. And our boy Terry, scary Terry, has been quite impressive uh, the last three weeks. Only 56 yards receiving last week, but 113 and 73 the two weeks prior. Mate, this Philly team, I don't think they're going to lose this one. And I can't see them losing a few with this. So- they've got such a soft draw. I just looked at it the other day and went, they've only got three or four teams that might compete. The rest, they should win easy. It's quite scary what they're doing, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Commanders are all over the shop. Eagles just have looked... Well, as you said, their strength of schedule isn't the greatest. 
but they have beaten a few strong teams in the first half of the year, and their back half looks looks quite easy. They do take on the Cowboys again, and I can't wait to see that one. But the Commanders haven't scored 17 or more points since week two. Heineke's the, I reckon it's the worst starter in the league. I just can't see the Eagles. Yeah. Moral, mate. Moral. Absolute lock this one. They are a moral, and they get a, they get a great matchup for AJ Brown, who was quiet last week after having a monster game the week before. Uh, um, uh, there's a player that I've got in fantasy, and his name's Devontae Smith. He's been very disappointing. He's definitely playing his role, but the last three weeks, 44 yards, 23 and 22. He gets a good matchup this week, and he'd want to take advantage of it. Otherwise, I might have to put him back on the waivers because he is he is a player that I need to step up, especially against you in fantasy. But AJ Brown is the got to be the guy that you're thinking about in this one. Philly are going to smoke him, and yeah, I think those late games there's some money to be made on Dabble. We've got some same game multis there where you can you can kind of predict the outcome and the way the game's going to play, and if. If Philly uh, do what they normally do, I just think Washington are going to struggle. They've got the best, you know, pass uh, D. They're very hard to get yards in the air against. If they're going to lean on their run game, Robinson and Gibson, I just think if they're playing from behind, that's going to be hard. So, yeah, Philly for me, right? And I think AJ Brown might do some real freakish stuff in the air. Not a bad call, mate. I agree. Completely agree. Well, that rounds out our week of fantasy, uh, our bets and NFL Week 10 predictions. Rat, I'm doing something differently. Instead of us reading out our best bets on Dabble, what I'm going to do is tell everyone, if you're listening to this, hit the link in our bio, uh, in our description here for the podcast, whether it's on uh, all your good podcast platforms or YouTube. Uh, Actually, it won't be on YouTube because we don't record videos. So just all your good um, podcast platforms. We're going to put up our best bets straight after this. We'll have a few. Uh, make sure you check them out. We've had a couple of dry weeks. We've been very stiff. Aaron Jones and the Josh Jacobs of the world have really hurt me. Very confident this week we can get a good juicy one with some really easy games on the slate. Rat, I thank you for your time. I wish you all the best. NFL Week 10 looks like another cracker. I can't wait to see what the headlines are after this end. Good luck in fantasy, mate, because I'm about to break your heart. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see how we go by the end of the weekend, mate. I reckon I'm in for a good shake here. Oh, I love it. And remember, everyone out there, if you saw the golf day we did the other day, it was a huge success. We can't thank everyone enough who attended. All the content's coming, so stay tuned. We always have a special offer. Rick's Eyewear always have an offer for you. It's 20% off, free express shipping. That's 20% off and free express shipping on every single order that you place when you use the discount code ACES at checkout. So make sure you head online to www.rickseyewear.com.au. Look like the rat, look like OBJ, look like Mike Williams, look like Jason Tatum, and you'll be sweet. Rat, that's us done. Thank you again, brother. Sign out for me. Come on, give me the Russell Wilson. Give it to me. Aces Nation, let's ride. Let's ride. See you, mate.